This is the very first guest episode of the Creative Genesis podcast. We named it First AD. Check it out. You are listening to the Creative Genesis podcast by Winfluence Media, the show that speaks to professionals in the creative field and entrepreneurs, asking them how they got started so that you too can begin your own journey. If you're looking to step up your journey as a creative or entrepreneur, then you are in the right place. So stay tuned and follow the Creative Genesis podcast, the stepping stone to your success. I was adopted. And this is interesting because there's lots of people who have very difficult backgrounds. So they and and it affects them in later life. Right? So I was adopted at the age of 2. My biological mother was 16, 17 years old when she delivered me somewhere in Mumbai. I was in adoption centers, then I was sent to Goa to be sent abroad. Hello and welcome. You are tuned into the Creative Genesis podcast with your co-host Punita Gupta. Today, the founder of Winfluence Media and the host of Creative Genesis podcast Ryan Lobo interviews Mr. Rishad Dikruz, the founder of Rain Developers in Goa. Mr. Rishad is a Goan bred and raised land developer par excellence. As a witness to this podcast, we were fascinated by his wisdom, experiences and journey. He delivers some mind-blowing insights everyone should be an audience to. To know him more, watch this podcast. Before we get into this candid and consciousness awakening conversation with Mr. Rishad Dikruz, a short word from our sponsor. You know as children, we all look forward to seeing our parents in the audience when we are on the stage dancing or performing or whatever else. But you know what? Time changes. And today we are adults. We have the opportunity now to cheer for our parents. You got that right. Imagine you could make your parent a Guinness World Record holder and cheer them from the audience. Would you like to do that? Well, Seva Rath is giving senior citizens the opportunity to become a Guinness World Record holder. You got that right. A Guinness World Record holder. All you need to be is 60 years and above. All right. Come to Goa on the 21st of August. There's a dance that you need to perform with other senior citizens. We are trying to get 3000 senior citizens involved, all right? And as a child, you could get your parents, your grandparents or if you are a person above the age of 60, you could become a Guinness World Record holder. We are attempting the Guinness World Record for the largest number of senior citizens dancing together remember this is not a performance it is a thing that you can do with other people it's going to be fun you get an opportunity to become a Guinness world record holder guys this is a huge opportunity and we bring you this event brought to you by sevarath it is a senior care provider they provide caretakers and nurses for senior citizens this event is happening in goa so even if you are not in goa We have a travel desk that you can contact from wherever in the country or the world you are in. All you need to do is provide proof of age and you can become a part of this event. What do you get as a Guinness World Record holder? Well, you get your name 
in the Guinness World Records. You get a medallion saying that you are a Guinness World Record holder. Imagine this now. You're a, you're a child of a senior parent and you are sitting in the audience, clapping for them, cheering them as they dance towards becoming a Guinness World Record holder. Dancing is great for their health and come on, let's do this for our parents. Let's make our parents a Guinness World Record holder. This event is happening on the 21st of August 2022 and this message is sponsored by Winfluence Media. For more information, follow Sevarath on Instagram at the rate Sevarath India. There is a registration page you need to fill there. Follow them there. Join the program simply by registering and the team from Sevarath India will get in touch with you. Now, let's get back to the show. We have the founder of Rain Developers, Mr. Richard DeCruz, in conversation with Ryan Lobo. So let's dive into it. All right, we are here today with Richard DeCruz of Rain Developers. Richard, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having it's me. Such a pleasure to have you Thanks, here. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me. Now, let me tell you why I wanted to speak to you, okay? Okay. So I follow various people on Instagram. Yeah. And since I'm into architectural photography, yeah. I love interiors, architecture. Yeah. So I follow all the guys. Yeah. From Isprava to Vayanar to Ashray, all these guys. Yeah. You are the only guy, <laughs> only, okay? Believe me, no one else does it. Among them, you are the only guy who talks to your camera and talks to your audience. Yeah. Who actually. talks to your phone yeah. while you're driving. <laughs> And while you're moving and you're talking about this. And I said, man, I got to meet this guy. Wow. Because he's doing something that everyone should be doing. Because in the end, yeah. people want to know you. <coughs> they want to know you as a person, your personality, the way you speak, your accent, the way you drive, everything. True. Then, you know, m the problem today is many people hide behind their brands. Yeah. With behind their business logo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But in the end, people, as I said, do business with people. Yeah. Yeah, not businesses. Absolutely. So tell me, uh, why why do you talk to the camera? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like my. <laughs> I think I'm an egoist. I love the way I look. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no. You look good. Uh, thank you. Um, no, I. So I grew up alone. So I don't have brothers and sisters, um, and I found that you know, the real people who affect and change your life are the people you never expected to and they come randomly through life and today social media is the place so something like like how we connected right so all i had to do was i'm i whatever i say i'm genuine it may not be right or it exactly. you know but i feel it at the time and at the time i believe it's the right thing to say yep and um it resonates with someone who may not be in any way related to me mm -hmm. But he vibrationally matches what I say and then or she and then they, we connect and then somehow our lives interact and we change the course of history in a way. That's true. You know, so even what we're doing today is going to probably someone's going to listen and someone's going to say, hey, you know what? I like that idea. I'm going to do something. And then it's like the butterfly effect. Boom, 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 boom. Amazing things start happening. Very true. So I'm comfortable in front of the camera. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. So. So I got to ask this question and this is the first question I ask yeah. all my guests, okay? Suppose I didn't know you and I honestly yeah. don't know you. We we are, we are meeting here for the first time. 
Yeah. And uh, so, Rishad, <coughs> who are you? Oh gosh. Very difficult question. Oh about. yeah, yeah. Multi-dimensional. Uh, very difficult question, actually. I haven't really. Oh, that's a beautiful peacock. Yeah, this place One is amazing. One of the advantages of living in in a quiet in, place. In a quiet yeah? place, yeah. And no traffic, no vehicles. True. Okay, place is perfect. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So you know you have the classical definition: what my education is, what my background is, things like that. Um, I have a fa- very interesting background. So I'm not talking about education, that business, MBA. What? Forget about all that. I was adopted. Okay. And this is interesting because there's lots of people who have very difficult backgrounds, so they d- and and it, it affects them in later life. Uh-huh. Right. So, I was adopted at the age of two. My biological mother was 16 17 years old when she delivered me somewhere in mumbai i was in adoption centers then i was sent to goa to be sent abroad meanwhile my mother who was a pianist in moira wow uh, and the director of western classical music in kala academy was unmarried sorry what's her name filomena de cruz i think my Very wife fam- studied with her possibly possibly wow amazing yeah. very famous pianist all over india um and she was one of those you know the old portuguese that this they didn't want to get married but she really? wanted to do, yeah she wanted to do something interesting with her life her friend said listen philo why don't you adopt a child we have this child wait i think my wife spoke about you really yeah because she told me that her teacher never got married but i believe she adopted someone mm. so i'm wow. yeah I'm probably the guy <laughs> amazing you have to be the guy. <laughs> wait wait uh before you continue yeah uh, you said something that in those days the portuguese didn't want to get married can no, you no, tell me about we, that well it's not the portuguese but you know a lot you have a lot of these old goan catholic families where for some reason or the other one would get into the clergy so priest and a nun one would uh, a few would get into so they had many children so one mm-hmm. few would get into academia mm-hmm. one of those kids would marry really yeah maybe it was to keep real estate maybe or perhaps the larger picture was to give back to society mm-hmm. right so teaching mm-hmm. um literature uh, that's why you see a lot uh, clergy so a lot of our old families have either priests or nuns if you if you yes know. i do yeah. know that yeah and then one would get married and carry the lineage so the marriage was actually um, that's quite a high risk strategy that's a high, very high risk strategy yeah yeah um which which is why a lot of old homes are empty because some m- many of them just didn't have children they said you know what we are not going to get married um and my mom was one of those who until she was i think 50 late 40s decided that um you know what this is it i'm done i'll adopt a child mm-hmm. and that's what changed my life and you know what changed her so i was telling you these serendipitous things right she met someone who became her friend who said you know philo you're going through this kind of she was going through some her own trauma why don't you there's one thing that can change your life instead of looking for love start giving love mm. and how do you do that adopt a child and that's how my life changed wow so it's quite fascinating yeah that's who would ever expect that you are <laughs> an adopted child yeah. man that's amazing yeah. so i'm quite close to um, el shaddai charitable trust yeah 
and a lot of them are adopted yeah. sorry orphans yeah. uh, you know come from poor backgrounds yeah. in fact abhishek comes from a you know difficult background yeah. and he was brought into el shaddai yeah. his father was a alcoholic yeah. and family was really struggling yeah. right like and he's grown grown up in el shaddai amazing man that's that's pretty cool from from wh- what age 5 6 from 5 6 huh so he and his sister wow so basically It's they've been raised uh, in a in el shaddai but what i love about el shaddai is you no know, it's not like a traditional like orphanage yeah it's full of love yeah, fun fun yeah i mean these guys learn things that people who go to like probably even sharda mandal yeah. don't, don't get to learn yeah. you're learned by the way he's an what you'll won some national award for acting or something yeah that was long ago yeah but whatever it is then you'll learn how to walk on stilts and yeah, skills and all what else cool. football air acrobatics wow. can you believe that yeah. cool. like which school gives you that yeah. you know so i studied at shardaman so i'll tell you very interestingly right uh, till the age of 2 I, i keep saying this till the age of 2 my life was complete mayhem right 2 2 because obviously moving from one place to another you don't know i didn't i don't have no recollection you probably don't as a remember. child you don't know yep yep but then it was great it was smooth um but subsequently and so coming back to you asked me who is rishad um i don't think all these things define us yep you know uh, you go through different phases in your life so yep. at this point you probably don't care so abhishek may think yeah but then you it's deep down right okay we're back we had a small glitch once again this is goa <laughs> 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 the power went off and my inverter wasn't charged last night because even last night uh, it was a huge problem yeah you yeah, tell me about it man don't even ask man like in goa electricity is a problem yeah, you know true. it's not proper it's not consistent i think solar panel is the way to go yeah but anyway so rishad yeah. let's get back to you um we're going to probably have to cut some part of uh, the talk about hormones okay. but let's go on to the next topic yeah how did your journey in this in this field of like real estate real development estate. begin i believe you went to yeah. study filmmaking so i st- studied filmmaking uh, then yeah, start from the beginning yeah, uh, yeah. so i did my uh, i studied in sharda mandir okay right from sharda's i went to zebias Uh-huh. Xavier's uh I this I made a film I told you went yeah, to yeah. Cannes and won yeah, the Ify. If yeah we won Ify won the you special won yeah, Ify. special jury award for the film it was called the Where filmmaker. Where can we watch it? It's actually the ti- the it's the it's owned the rights are owned by a guy called Dave Benegal. Yeah, but can yeah. we watch it? No, it's owned by them. So one has to pay for it and log on to some of their particular websites. Really? Yeah, but you should be able to oh, google it and find it. It's w- called the, it called? It's called it? the filmmaker. the filmmaker yeah it's about a filmmaker who is trying to make a film uh-huh. for ify all right yeah and uh, and dies while making the film <laughs> yeah and and wow. it, what's left is just the outtakes of the film that's stitched together by the editing team nice and uh, and we try to pull it off like the blair witch project oh, you know that okay, it actually like happened really yeah. shaky and like bad um, footage and stuff um, more of at this actually happened and we actually spread the word that this filmmaker has passed away but this is while making this competition so it was pretty pretty funky like that wow. yeah. so um, wait uh, it's called the filmmaker yeah. and the uh, by whom i mean by I don't Richard think it'll de Cruz. be 
Yeah. Yeah. Barisha Dikrus, yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, Sweet. so I directed it. Uh, and then I went to study film school in London. And uh, wait, another question. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Why does it be? Why is it owned by this person? Because they produced it. Okay. Mm. They paid for it. Yeah, they paid for it. While you were studying in Xavier's. No, this was post Xavier's. Oh, this was the uh, Ifi. You know the Ifi. Uh, right. Yeah. So they have a competition yeah. for young filmmakers. They produce it. They give you the equipment. They give you everything. But they own it. Mm. They own the rights. You have n- no rights. Really. Yeah. You just get the credit if you win. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we shot and we produced a documentary film called mm. The Unnecessarian. It's about the rise of unnecessary C-sections. Oh. It was uh, produced, well, paid for by the U.S. Embassy. Mm. And do you know Video Volunteers? No. So they're this amazing NGO based in Anjuna. And they, they basically enable villagers to create video content about the local issues. Oh, wow. So they're really amazing. Really amazing. Stalin and Jessica, the uh, founders. Stalin. Stalin. Yes, I know. Quite a hardcore like name. Like Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hates yeah. his name. But he loves it now because yeah. he's like, hey, yeah. it happened. Yeah. You know? So his, his parent, parents were from Kerala. And yeah, communist. But wow, why not? he's, he's yeah. not a communist. Yeah. He's a really cool, really brilliant guy. Okay. So they were the uh, organizers or mm. I don't know what is the technical word for what they were doing. They were the people that conducted the entire interview. Okay. Sorry, the workshop. It was okay. three three. It was one whole year. Okay. Pre-production, production and post-production. Okay. And we had this amazing filmmaker from the US called Mark Ostrick. Okay. Who was like mentoring us yeah, and stuff. Amazing. So, um, it got released and uh, it's available on YouTube. Oh, wow. I'll check that out. Yeah. The Unnecessarian. The Unnecessarian. If you go to Video Volunteers yeah. page, it's available. No, so it's nice that these films are available, you know. like True. I, it's quite a pity that your film True. is not available. True. I'm sure it is if you pay for it on some some site, okay. some of the uh, okay. yeah yeah that's fine Benegal sites that's yeah. fine. All right, so you f- you you won a th- an award yeah right? I won the and award. Then, uh, then I went to study filmmaking in London. Um, and then uh, why filmmaking? I, I want to be a filmmaker. You know, oh yeah? I, th- I thought, listen, this is it. I I know exactly what I want in life. That make movies, right? Uh, but as when you're young, you think anything is possible. Uh-huh. Um, went there and I realized it wasn't easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, so I started doing like production gigs. Like make Was it expensive? It's six lakhs a year. Okay. And then another six lakhs for your accommodation back then, 2005. Okay. So I started doing production gigs, like doing concerts, uh, events, mm-hmm. parties, things yeah. like that. I said, this is damn boring you know very little creativity in these kind of yeah. events right so many cameras and that that time we used to use panasonic which uh, ones uh, oh actually s- no, definitely not a 4k 200? no no that was a pd150 or Man, something panasonic, we love yeah. panasonic yeah. like i love the gh5 yeah. it's so good okay um so you did production so i did production yeah and then okay. I, s- I s- then so in film school you have cinematography as well yes um uh, storyboarding and things like that mm-hmm. but i was not getting to use the creativity in the stuff that i was doing because it was very repetitive right where that's where the m- where the money was it was very repetitive mm-hmm. which is wedding videos things like that oh really so you yeah. did wedding films oh yeah i did a lot of wedding films um <laughs> yeah i yeah. told you like weddings are yeah. boring they they're the most boring because you have 
people want their whole footage i i don't understand why and if you have four cameras you're going through footage rushes of four cameras why you know and then you're left with like almost 18 20 hours of rushes which yeah. you have to f- go through and edit and you know different angles and it just doesn't make sense you know yep. so and those days was it all analog uh, digital no no we used to import digital. it into final cut pro oh, okay. and then chop it up uh, but I, I, i don't know importing today is much easier that time you had if it was 4 hours it would 4 hours to import oh really yeah and rendering also an fcp7 so it was it just takes forever you know one you put one filter and then it would render it like 1% 2% yeah 3% like that anyway wow it's so nice to know that he was a filmmaker <laughs> so maybe still is i don't know let's see so then um so i started doing videos for the college uh-huh. that i was working in yeah. and then the director said hold on you 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 could be marketing you know that that's your maybe okay. that's where you're good at um simultaneously i needed a place to stay my landlady was gujarati she said listen you market our villa uh, apartments rooms uh-huh. for us you work for us mm-hmm. in managing the real estate so you come to london you're a student i'll charge you 100 pounds a week you come i'll charge you so you rent nightly basis rooms okay like that, an airbnb kind of like an airbnb that became very lucrative oh really so um i took her she had just one house in two years we had 23 uh, apartments in central london which is wow, huge that's, that's king's massive. cross central it's like manhattan you know new york or similar london bang in the heart So I used to sit at King's Cross, and How I would know King's Cross for Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, King's Cross is basically where the uh, where the terrorists attacked. Okay. Yeah, and I used to live at Woburn Square, where the bus blew up, where the terrorists blew uh-huh. up the bus. So I was living like seconds from there, and uh, I'd go with flyers because people would come in from Paris straight to London, mm-hmm. and they had they had no place to stay. These were all you know blue collar job mm-hmm. workers. They wanted waiters, etc. So three nights where do they stay hotels expensive so we had one or two rooms with two or three beds we'd put bunk beds say four people mm-hmm. and I'd give them the flyers there and then we'd make money off that mm-hmm. hard work but they started doing really really well and I got into the real estate then the landlord said hey listen who started doing well my the, my landlord okay. landlady yeah, yeah landlady and then the people who we'd rent the flats from yes they needed painting they needed floorboarding they needed plumbing mm-hmm. they needed electrical work they didn't want to pay the the british because the british are very expensive okay so what would cost them 50000 rupees i charged them 5000 so i do Whoa, the painting such yeah. a big difference yeah so it's something as simple as fixing a tap so i just check youtube how to fix a tap and i go and <laughs> put a washer and fix it you know <laughs> simple painting like the painting this room would probably uh, an english guy would say a lakh i'd say 100 10000 rupees you give me the paint and i do it um so that's how we i s- got into real estate there mm-hmm. and i found they were making ton of money i was not making a penny really yeah. what, what do you mean they they just didn't want to pay me <laughs> good right <geez>. they just <laughs> didn't want to pay me okay. and they said listen no tomorrow day after tomorrow oh. wait wait so like then why were you working for them if you're not I, they were giving me a place to stay okay. and i was staying in an attic I couldn't even stand so I had to climb a ladder push the hatch open and I'd go in and I'd sleep over there for 2 years and they were making hundreds of thousands eventually I made a deal with the Nigerian High Commission this is like a long story but okay cut it short yeah 
for almost a million pounds, like uh, almost ten crores. In and what? for there was some, there was like there was a slick oil slick. Okay. Shell. One of the ships broke. Um, they paid a lot of farmers and uh, fishermen money to send their kids to study in the UK. From where? From Africa, from Nigeria, Port okay. Harcourt. It's a place called Port Harcourt in Nigeria. Uh-huh. So the slick was there, and the farmers, were the the fishermen were displaced. Okay. Somehow, through some connect, I found out the lady who was dealing with all those hundred and twenty students. Mm-hmm. They needed accommodation. Okay. They were not prepared to go with the English because English weren't giving them kickbacks. All right. But I said, I'll give you a kickback. A kickback. Yeah. So you give me for every ten thousand, every ten lakhs you give me, I'll give you one lakh back in cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, okay, listen, we'll give you the business. We'll transfer you. Start with two crores. And then they started doing that, and then my landlady got very rich. Okay. And I honored my word. I'd give the kickbacks to the person in the high commission, the contact of the person. Um, but then she said, "No, I'm not giving them any more." And I looked like the bad guy. Oh, so sh- she wasn't willing to honor that ten percent. Yeah. She wasn't willing to honor. What the 10%. was she willing to do? She just said no, no more. You know, when you get a lot of money, the I think a lot of people they get extremely greedy, mm-hmm. and then she didn't want to pay me. She didn't want to pay anybody. I can't believe you were working like literally for staying at a loft. Hmm. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I was, but it was a beautiful loft. It was um, I could see the sky. It was triangular, like like the top yeah. part of the pyramid. Anyway, so then I came back on holiday, and I was quite fried with this with this lady. And I met the uh, the director of Akron, and he said, "Listen, why don't you work with Akron? Mm-hmm. Do something fun." Mm-hmm. And I liked Akron's work, and my mom used to teach his daughter. Okay. So I went for the interview on one holiday, and I was it was crazy. I went partying the previous night, got <laughs> trashed, really drunk. Uh, I got in late for the interview. Uh-huh. I didn't even have a suit, and um, and they started asking like marketing. I can pretty much you know talk very clearly but they started yeah. asking me numbers real estate is all about numbers yep. and they said so you know if you're selling a 32,000 square foot home uh, at uh, 3,200 square meter home at uh, 40,000 square meter um, what do you think will be the what will be the uh, the stamp duty and the registration and I'm like <laughs> you know I'm struggling <laughs> I'm like <laughs> and then he's like here's a calculator uh-huh. and these guys are very sharp you know Amar is a lovely guy but he's very he's clear numbers guy and I said I, I, I'm sorry I don't know uh, I'm very bad at math but you're hiring me for a marketing job so I'm very good at marketing so he said okay fine that's that's okay got the job and I think they were very happy with me wait so had you completed filmmaking by then I completed filmmaking I completed an MBA I forgot to tell you Whoa, yeah okay. the MBA was offered to me for free because the Director of my college saw me renting rooms to the students in the college, and uh, he said, "Oh, you know, he was an Iran Irani guy." He said, uh, "Mr. Rishad, his name is Mohammed Mohammed mm-hmm. Sadegian." He said, uh, "You you should do an MBA." I said, "Mr. Mo, I can't afford it. An MBA is like nine nine lakhs a year. It's two years. Um, it's eighteen lakhs plus another eighteen lakhs fees. It's like thirty forty lakhs." I said, "I don't have the money for that." Right. He says, "Oh, don't worry. It's on me." Wow. Yeah. Okay. And he paid for my uh, my uh, full 
MBA. What about your living expenses? Living expenses were I was I was making money off rentals, mm. so I'd make a sl- slight top up commission. Then I had a taxi business where I would send wow. taxi drivers to Man, the what airport. What did you do? Yeah, but I'd make like five <laughs> hundred rupees per airport trip. It was very okay. small money, but I do scale, so right. I do like ten trips. So like that, I'd start make make money for multiple sources, and I paid through my education. Uh, my lifestyle was good. I had a I was a baller. Oh yeah. By the end, yeah, I was making ton of money there, like for a student. Yeah. So I had a great life. Like I'd wear Armani suits and things like that. Then, okay. Um, from someone who'd buy at the charity shop, so it was uh, when I first went, yeah. I'd buy clothes from a charity shop, right. which is old clothes. Yeah. But then I came back. and i started working with acron wait so like so you basically came back to goa because you were fried with this lady i came back on a holiday i got a, i got head hunted immediately by my college only they said you finished your mba you're going to work with us as the marketing manager and okay. i said okay and by the way i came first in the whole of the uk 4300 students 4300 students and i was first and you stood first in stood your first. mba yeah in that wow. year Um, but then when I came back, uh, Amar offered me the job. All right. And I said I ha- already have a job there. Yeah. He said, eh, "Your mum is here. She's alone. Um, think about it. We're not forcing you. Choose." Right. And then I wanted to be with mum. Yeah. I. She was. My mum was amazing. Your right, your right, wife yeah. told you. So I said, "Listen, there's no way I'm going to let my mum pass away without enjoying the last few years with her." Right. So I came back. and i left the job i think your mom was quite old when she, she was got old, you yeah. yeah yeah she died at 82 mm. um and she got me she must be almost 50 right you know so um yeah so i thought let's just enjoy the last few years with her and so i came so at, at what at what age did you take up this job with akron um 2010 okay so that's 12 years ago okay. so that's so about uh, 28 yeah okay yeah hmm 2010 that's right no 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 sorry yeah 2010 10 to 12 yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah so that's and I said Akron and after Akron I sold some real estate of ours at in Moira it was our only ancestral house mm-hmm. my mom's house I sold it we didn't you have sold your house mm. okay the house where you stay used to come as to yeah yeah that's sold that's sold okay. otherwise there's no way I could have raised that capital you need money to get into real estate oh you do That's what yeah. I was going to ask you. Okay. Um but I sold it in such an I was very lucky, you know. Mm-hmm. The way I we I someone came, he offered me a certain amount. I asked for a lot. All right. I started ask I started at 10 crores. The house wasn't worth 10 crores. The okay. house wasn't worth 5 crores. The house was probably worth a crore or a crore and a half. And this was Old which year? House. 2012. Okay. Right? I put it in my head that this house is what is magnificent. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I said I have to believe it that it's a 10 crore house. <laughs> yeah. So I went to someone he said 10 crores is a lot. Okay. Then I met a broker and I said okay I want 5 crores for it. Yeah. And he said listen it's not a 5 crore house but if you give me 4% I will convince my buyer that it is a 5 crore house and you have to give that spiel. So when the guy came the guy had sold his company for 900 million euros very rich Whoa. Gujarati guy f- okay. from from Tanzania living in Dubai he said he was wearing a Rishad Mill watch and everything so 
he came he saw it i briefed him i told two wells i said each well cost you 50 lakhs to build okay yeah <laughs> i gave that spiel and he said i said i want four crores for it he said okay okay i said what okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then little bit it was difficult getting the money out of him but i got it wendell rodrigues was also interested in buying mm. the house who was a great friend of mine wendell offered me two crores okay i said wendell look this guy's offering me four yeah wendell said yeah but i'm going i said listen i need the money you know friends aside i need the money i want to start something interesting he said listen you buy the house you sell me the house when i pass me and jerome pass it'll go back to you and i said i need the money now oh. and um in hindsight i think i did the, the right thing mm-hmm. because i sold that then i bought another house restored that i lived in it I was supposed to sell it to this uh, politician priya dat i don't know if you are sanjay's sister sanjay dat's no. sister sanjay dat is an actor um yeah yeah that we know but like i didn't know his sister was like a yeah she's politician. a politician yeah banja uh, she somebody came on holiday to uh, india he outbid her so i sold it to him oh wow yeah okay beautiful house in moira then i bought land in aldona uh-huh. then i had little seed capital so then i built up this house for uh, which i was selling to different people but then ajay jadeja bought it okay now i'm gone into i don't think i'm going to buy and build anymore mm. i'm just going to contract and project manage and right now i have a good network in hyderabad okay um where where the money is like i'm like really? serious money, money like tons Hyderabad. of money these guys are like their budgets What? start at start at about 6 crores go up to about 50 crores why is that why do you think there's money in hyderabad because um it's a tech city all right right big pharma uh-huh. and big tech these two things so um b- basically that's what it is wow yeah so they're looking at 1000 plus employees Um, and so what they come to me is they say listen we don't want to be like isprava we like vnr but we want something unique we want to mm. create something iconic modern so find us the land build it up here's your fee for executing this process so is it like a 20% thing like yeah. you're talking yeah yeah so that's what i do and i do it damn well there's nobody in goa who does better due diligence than me so i yeah, i saw that on your instagram yeah. series Yeah I, uh, like that's my forte I'm phenomenal at that like you can show me a plot of land and I, I will dissect it and I'll tell them like these are the challenges that you'll face should we go ahead or not it's like you know you see a uh, like a doctor I yep. look at it really very medically clinically and uh, then I build out that house within the that's time amazing. framework So wait so after the Ajay Jaddeja one hmm. How many projects have you taken? I've executed three projects after that. Really? Four, yeah. I yeah. thought Ajay's was the latest. Ajay was the latest that I sold of mine. Oh, but okay. I've executed projects for ah, other people. Like possession has been given post Ajay. Okay. Yeah. Um now I'm doing something for a colonel uh, in Shorao. Uh-huh. Beautiful plot. Um hopefully I'm doing something in National or next nice. for someone Hyderabadi. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's what I do with project management. Yeah, Amazing. project management. Amazing. So it. basically your your stint at real estate in in London got you into this field. Yeah. 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 Would you ever want to get back into filmmaking? Yeah, man. That's yeah? like f- things that excite me fashion and um 
fashion. Yeah, fashion. Like, yeah, you're quite fashionable. Yeah, I love I love fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, filmmaking as a medium to communicate um, principles to improve human consciousness. Mm. So to simplify that, I'm. So let me let me share yeah. something with you. All right, this is what happened last night. Okay, now tell me something. When a film releases, okay, and the promotion is going on, would you call that an event? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the release of my first podcast would that be considered as an event? Yeah, yeah, for it sure, is, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's this there's oh yeah I want to tell you guys this because we're prop- we're going to make this so it's my duty right to to spread gen- uh, creative genesis because it just released. So I have like WhatsApp business labels and all that. Correct. I'm sharing it on all groups, and there's this really nice group I like uh, in my local village. It's mm. called the Village Resource Group. Mm. Okay, and they have very strict rules, and I I like rules. I respect rules. Mm. We everybody has to respect rules, right? Because if you don't, then idiots post anything. Yeah. So it says on Monday products and services, and on uh, Thursday we do events. Events. Yeah. So I posted this. And now on Thursday, everyone is posting like this party is happening, or this uh, uh, this club is opening, or there's this night at this club. So I posted this, and one of the guys from there who happens to own a a food joint, hmm. right? He messages on that group. <laughs> Actually, if you watch my WhatsApp status today, have you watched it? No. Oh, I'm I'm like. I'm crazy on WhatsApp statuses. Okay. I post a yeah. lot. Yeah. So I posted the the this story on that. Okay? And he says, "Hey, what is this? Guys, do we need such things on the group?" And I simply replied and I said, "It's Thursday today. Am I right?" Hmm. No reply. Nothing. Hmm. Okay? And then he replies me on my personal chat. He's like, "Hey, this is like a uh, you know, local resource group." It's meant for the bare necessities of the community. This time it's okay. Don't repeat it next time. This guy, he's not even from Goa. Hmm. He's doing a great job, like hmm. managing the group and stuff, hmm. right? He's telling me this group is a is for the bare necessities of it. I just, I I probably went overboard but i was all high yesterday yeah. like i was high on the release of the podcast yeah. i was like super pumped up yeah. so this like really like you know yeah. set me off so i actually posted i wrote, i composed a letter yesterday mm-hmm. i was watching uh, the creative genesis with san and sadalia at their house so i was like super proud of myself mm-hmm. and you know it was yeah. quite it's quite a true. nice moment true. like i i'm so happy that release yeah. punita did a great job she released it on spotify as well so you know i'm like full of it like probably way too much of it yesterday so anyway i i got so enraged that this fellow is saying that it's that group is meant for bare necessities of, of the bare resources of the community and it's not an event hmm he's saying this is not an event so i i composed this matches on on like uh, you know my word processor like google keep i use a lot and i i read it two three times making sure all the english is correct and all that shit and i read it to my gu- <laughs> to to my mother in law sitting there and she's laughing at me she's like ryan just calm down <laughs> just calm down okay so this is what i read 
One minute, somebody is calling. Let me cancel this. So, uh, I re- so I put this on the group. Okay, I received a message from a member of this group. I don't say who, hmm. which said this. Frankly, this is more of a local resource group, just for the bare needs of the local community. You can leave it this time, but avoid in future, please. So I said, I have a few thoughts to share. This product is a local production meant for the local audience. I am a native of Goa. Mm. My great-great-grandparents built our house in Siolim with their sweat, blood and tears and my grandparents worked for peanuts to but kept their precious house alive. Yeah. Okay? I am employing sons and daughters of the soil. All right? Um, sons and daughters of the soil. Interviewing Goan entrepreneurs and creatives, though I'm not very picky about whether they're Goan or not. Mm. I really am not. Mm. Okay? Who share the story of how they started their journey with the purpose of inspiring Goans and non-Goans to take a risk and be creative. Tomorrow I interview Rishad De Cruz, yeah. a well-known Goan land developer. Then secondly, why just the bare needs of the community, right? Why do you allow ads for events and parties which promote alcohol, spending on excessive food and extravagant, wasteful living? Why not the intellectual and aspirational needs of the community? Yeah, true. Are ads for parties and events, which is what Thursdays are for, considered bare needs, right? You are promoting the local community to be slaves to outsiders coming in and making them spend their money on your businesses. Thirdly, this, this one I got really full of it. You know, hmm. Like, check this out. Thirdly, I want you to remember one thing. I am the blood of Goa. <laughs> I think that was a little excessive. <laughs> I am the blood of Goa. You are an outsider who has now made Goa your home. We welcome you here and treat you with respect. However, do not perceive our welcoming and joyful hearts as weakness and permission to run over us. Let us keep Goa as Goa, a land of freedom, respect and love. Not your holiday home on the outskirts of Delhi. We appreciate your commitments and assistance to the community but know your place and remember to give respect to us Goans who welcome you here. True. Avoid this in no, the I future. Agree. Thank you. Ryan <coughs> I agree. 100%. <laughs> I agree. The, I think the biggest, uh, especially in construction, I'll tell you that the biggest activists and the biggest people who create a problem to, to homes being built, nice homes, you know, I'm not saying high rises, are the, the, the people who've either settled in Goa mm-hmm. Or who are who've I, who've legally or illegally settled in Goa? Really? Yeah, those are the biggest. And um, I mean, look, look, major cities like Mapsa, mm-hmm. Panjim, Vasco—they have all these shanty. Right. And it's actually a mechanism to that is destroying uh, Goa because really? if you really, yeah, I mean, as purely as a builder, I see. So I'll ask all of you all this question. Would you rather live in Asagao mm-hmm. or would you live in Mapsa? I like Vastor. But yeah. Yeah. So So I mean, yeah, away from the city, right? Yeah, so there, there's a reason for that. First of all, Asagao is bo- bought over by the wealthy Delhiite or mm-hmm. the Hyderabadi or whatever. But they re- maintain their homes to a certain level specification. That is, that is like before. Like right, when right. the Portuguese they, they, they maintain this look of Goa. Yeah, they have the yep. wherewithal. Um, but if you see what's happening in around Mapsa, it's a disaster. Oh, yeah, it is. Right? It is. Ald- Aldona, where we've built uh, Ajay's house, just beside it, 
you have these lamanis who've come in mm. and uh, they're playing the bhojpuri music they're doing all these kind of things they are defecating on in the fields they don't share our values yep right those are the guys who are raising objection those are the guys who are winning their way into the panchayats those are the guys who are growing in numbers so now we have to so that the, the high command has is now accountable to them yeah for mm-hmm. votes for votes so that's vote yeah. bank politics so it's 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 an issue can i offer you some more tea yeah so here's another side of the story okay um i totally agree with you with you um i i met this friend of ours who who is like very like pro goan okay hmm. and i'm not like i i understand him right yeah. i understand him so he's like man all these outsiders are coming and building and i said yeah but you can't really stop that and there are some advantages and disadvantages i mean you can't just be against them yeah. right india is a free country yeah so he took me to this field and he said i'm planning to buy this piece of land and you see that building over there my friend built it he's a goan he's working abroad and he built this building he's not living in it he just built it and it's a hotel it is imagine this okay you you see fields you see coconut trees you see like typical goa and there's this ugly as gray box of a building that just sticks out like a sore thumb now you tell me something i don't think somebody with money would make something like that right they would make something that's in line with the with the aesthetic of goa well hopefully this is my perception at least but this guy this goan he built such a monstrosity it just doesn't fit in the society it just just looks so ugly so i said come on man look at that you know does that does that does that tell you this is goan no it's, it's just like this concrete gray it's painted yeah. gray yeah. it just sticks out like so i believe there's a lot of beauty that can also be added when people of class yeah come in all the people who bought my homes are non goan but they're just wonderful people and they respect goa they like you they employ goans they're very open to um dealing with and these are people with pedigree you know they're successful they're well traveled they um and they love goa because of the goans because of the vibe that goa right. gives you um they understand what it means yep. to be goan and they try their yeah. best to fit in well mostly and they try but i find now this is interesting i find maybe i'm hanging out in those circles but i find then only among the extremely wealthy mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. Li- right uh, and either nris mm-hmm. or south indians mm-hmm. um i'm sure there are delhiites who do appreciate that go and thing I'm leaning more towards South Indians. For some reason, they have that respect and mm-hmm. that culture, and they even pay on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they value what you bring to the table. They, they follow certain protocol, which is okay. which is nice. Yeah, that's nice. All right. So now that you've told us what got you into this business, right? What got you into this line? What are some of the hurdles you faced? I'm sure you've like after coming to India, you faced a lot. So I I'm going right I speak Konkani Oh you do well, I'm I'm learning yeah. online by the way Yeah I speak Konkani very well actually Nice Um So I have no problems with locals mm-hmm. They are all my friends anywhere in Goa south or north I can connect to a local very well Yeah Doesn't matter And what you have a bit of that English accent so they'll 
like you even more. <laughs> yeah, no, when I'm talking to them, I have to tone it down. I have to make it very good. Nari baba, kithe re? All that stuff I got to say. So, I'm uh, going to get a discount, na? I got to learn that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, no issues with locals. No issues with. Hey, peacock nights. Yep. Yeah. No issues with panchayats. No issues with government bodies. Um, issues with people putting up illegal structures okay. around. That's a problem. You can't control. So if you do something creative, like I put a lot of effort into what I do, so I build a beautiful house there, and I put my love, sweat, everything in that house. Somebody will come and put. Forty huts over there. The value of What? my yeah. In your property? No, no, on the side, right? So my this, gosh. and I'm like, is this is this done by like local mafia or like no 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 with the intention of devaluing you? No, it's no. just like it's uh, you know these people they put one house, then they'll put five people in that house, right? The lamanis. Yeah. Then the panchayat will give them permission to put another room, then they'll put four people in that room. Then they'll build one hole in the ground as a toilet. Then they'll ex- put a- add extension. Then they'll put another roof on top, even though it's not load bearing the structure. So then you're sharing your wall. You've got a roughly a ten crore house, and on the other side, you've got uh, people who will scream and shout and get into fights. And you know, it's that's for me that's a challenge. Mm. It's unfair to an artist. You know, like some you produce something like this, beautiful. Right. Yeah. And someone will just go and put, say, for example, you put a lovely frame, but right. someone will just put some cello tape, and so it, you can't do that in real estate. Yep. There is no the government doesn't work with us. Oh, they builders. don't. No, no, no. That's why you see the infrastructure, right? See the roads. You have fifty, hundred crore houses today in Goa. Average Sprava house will be six to eight crores. Mm-hmm. Right. That's almost a million dollars. Right, you can get a beautiful house in Birmingham, on the outskirts of London, for cheaper. Really? Yeah, beautiful, stunning, fully furnished. So Goa's that Goa, expensive. Goa is very expensive uh, compared to Europe and the UK. Yeah, I'm not talking about London. I'm just talking about the outskirts. Better quality of life, better roads, better uh, infrastructure. So why do you say the government doesn't support you but supports like these? Uh, outsiders coming in because we have to f- do all our approvals we have to pay for it right uh, we have to go to dif- different departments to get stamps one small mistake one small they, they don't come they will not appreciate the bigger the more beautiful it is the more they want to extract from you um everything has to be by the book if they find one error they will say uh, you know this is a problem mm-hmm. But right next to you, there's thirty people living, all illegal. The construction is illegal. Nothing. Well, that's sad. Roads. And is it all because of vote bank politics? Um, I think vote bank politics, and also it is the consciousness of the people who are. Not all, but a majority of the people who are sitting in positions of power. Right, um, which is why I say, in order to change the country, you have to change consci- elevate consciousness. So you know, this is something that we should talk about after the podcast because yeah. I am planning yeah. something. But we'll talk about that next. Yeah. But now, 
It's time for the sponsor's message. So we're going to take a short break. Do you want to invest in the future of a child? Well, let me tell you about El Shaddai Charitable Trust. El Shaddai Charitable Trust is an organization which rescues street children and destitute children who have come from really poor backgrounds, really bad backgrounds. Some of their parents are alcoholics or single parents. Some of them don't have parents. Some of them have been raised on the street. This is an amazing organization that I have had the privilege of getting to know through the founders, Matthew Kurian, his wife, Julia, and just being with them. In fact, Abhishek is right here. He's grown there. And the organization has done such amazing work in the life of children and women. But they focus on children. You know, if you want to become a sponsor, you can help invest in the life of a child who has no other hope. They come from very bad backgrounds. But you can be in touch with them. You can invest in their future, in their education. Check out childrescue.net. That's their website. Get to know them. Follow them on Instagram. Amazing, amazing charity based in Goa. It's an amazing NGO. I highly recommend them. Do something for society. Childrescue.net. Check them out. Now it's time for the tandoori round. Okay, I'm going to tell you what this is. Okay. It's a rapid fire round where the questions get hotter and hotter. Okay. That's All right. Nice. Shoot. Ready? Ready? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's get some peanuts. You may, you may need it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good, yeah. So, Rishad, what's your favorite dish? Um, uh, the the gluten-free chicken sandwich at Bodega. Wow, that was specific. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Okay, next. <laughs> Preferred musical genre of type of music you listen to or type of music you listen uh, to? Western classical music. with Really? Yeah, like your mom? Chopin, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got to teach me how to appreciate that music. I've, I've, I've been doing some research. But like my wife is a trained Western yeah. classical music yeah. musician. Yeah. But uh, I want to learn more how to appreciate it. We yeah. need to hang out yeah. more together. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I think my wife and you would get <laughs> along really well. Okay, which business book would you recommend to people? I wouldn't recommend any business no? book, no. I would recommend because I don't think you can learn business rules. You're either wired to be a businessman mm. or you're not mm. right um, it's like you know l reading An bill dobbins arnold encyclopedia you learn about the techniques of building a body but you don't learn what's the blueprint of how arnold schwarzenegger became arnold schwarzenegger what's right. really makes him that yep so okay, I so may i ask then what about a book that helps you develop the mindset of a business person i like um, think and grow rich oh yeah it's a beautiful book yeah yeah I Amazing. think that that's fantastic. Yeah. Think and grow rich. Yeah. Did I say that, Punita? Yes. I did, right? I did. Yeah. We're more <laughs> similar than we know, man. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Which self-development book would you recommend to people? Um, <clears throat> As a Man Thinketh. Ah. Yeah. I heard about that. I haven't yeah. read it. I think I got, I got it on ebook or something. Yeah. You get the free... Um, so it's about this guy who's a psychiatrist who is stuck in the um, Auschwitz in Germany. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um, I think that's the one, right? You want to Google it? I Could you Google can, that? Yeah, as a man think it, if, if I'm right. 
think because I, I have it somewhere as um, a as man think it so is that the book that i don't know maybe that's not the book but um, i'll i'll send you the I'll no i'm i mean yeah. it's quite a famous book as a man think because yeah. i i remember reading about it because sometimes i do these things 10 books to read in life and shit like yeah. that so yeah. this was one of them as a man think it's it's correct yeah. it's correct yeah. okay. all right let's whoop. let's move on to the next question what are the type of people you like to be around just people who make me feel comfortable okay. being myself okay yeah it can be anyone can rich poor fat thin tall short whatever nationality as long as i feel comfortable around that's good now it's getting a little hotter okay mm. name a time you were hurt by what someone else said i was hurt by a very close family friend who didn't who tried to undervalue my um services okay and he offered me basically tried to get me to work for free yeah that happened yeah that and so someone i knew for a very long time and yeah, yeah so i was hurt by that i can imagine that so i cut off a f- friendship that was that 35 years ooh yeah just ended it do you think that was the right move i didn't have the strength because i was so hurt and i'm still hurt every time i see him i remember and i say like how could you like you know if i ask you can you shoot a film for me and you say okay my fees are 1 lakh and i say oh you know why 1 lakh do it it's good for your your pr uh, right. you know it, yeah. and you know me very well and i know yeah. you very well it's kind of an insult it's it's, it's an insult it's a massive thing. insult yeah. yeah so yeah that was the time i was hurt yeah. otherwise nothing all right cool okay who are the p- type of people you don't like to be around the, l- the left liberal left woke Yeah. Man, <laughs> you're a man of behind yeah. my heart. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I mean, America is being destroyed by them. The For West sure. is just For just sure. going downhill, man. Yeah. They're just going downhill. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely For sure. Yeah. I mean, Abhishek, you 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 listen to these people. Yeah, crazy. They are absolutely crazy. They've lost their mind. They can't even answer Are you a man or a woman? Yeah. They can't even answer. Is this child a man or a woman? Yeah. They they they're lost, man. They're lost. So it's a very sad society. I, I, like that, I think, as a society, India is doing better than them. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What is something that people don't like about you? <clears throat> yeah, this needs some time to think. Yeah, I think um they consider me egoistic. Okay. Mm. He thinks he's too smart, he thinks he's too great. But um I actually don't think I'm too smart and too great. Uh, the more I know, the more I realize that I don't know. Yep. And I'm constantly trying to be better. Mm-hmm. So it's a misconception. Right. But I don't have the ability to package my disagreement very well. Mm. 
so if i someone says something i disagree with like if someone says trump is an is an asshole mm-hmm. i'd say that's crap you yeah. know what makes you say that yeah um r- the right thing to do would be like what obama does which is very good which he says i'm sure you have a good reason for saying that um can you educate me and tell me what research mm-hmm. you've done so you immediately side with them right Tra- if it was you know someone with trump's attitude you'd say you're talking crap yeah you don't know you don't know he doesn't know what he's talking about you know <laughs> i love the way yeah. trump talks yeah. man he just yeah. makes simple statements yeah. you know simple yeah. down to earth statements it's going to be <laughs> tremendous <laughs> yeah man that guy is a legend he yeah. is man he is <laughs> cool yeah. cool um i have a question do you think that people who are destined for 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 greatness or you know to make something out of their lives do you believe that they have to have a certain level of overconfidence yeah yeah i Because, do think yeah, as well yeah i've i i know a lot of people who are who were completely overconfident about themselves and uh, they made it yep um a- their product is really very substandard really um okay. but they but it's f- their they confidence they, yeah they're confident they trick people into believe and i would see them like saying that oh you know what i've made this uh tea and uh, it's 10000 rupees a glass and it's and i know that it's like not yeah. you know but someone would buy it right that's that's an art you know yeah. that's an art so i don't know whether they believe it or but it's just bullshitting i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you know some people are so they're so good at uh, elevating any object right like for example i'm not going to name this person but he said one day i'm going to own a helicopter okay and we said okay fine you're going to own an heli- helicopter what else do you need he's like no nothing else i don't need a house I don't need a car. I'm just going to own a helicopter. And I said, "Where are you going to park it?" It's like, "I'll just park it wherever I want to." I think certain people's self confidence is delusional. Have you come across some people cuz I have and I'm like, "Buddy, you you're off your rockers, man. You need to be realistic." Yeah, I mean there is there is a subsection of people who are narcissist and egoistic. Yes. And I think I, this person who I'm talking about yeah. is. So I have friends like that who claim to be dating supermodels and actresses and but it's all lies. Right. Who claim to be uh, very rich and oh I bought buying a villa in Spain again lies. who claim to be getting a call from the cm I, i'm just cm is calling me i'm going <laughs> you know uh, again lie who claim to the police inspector <laughs> came and fell at their knees and asked for forg- <laughs> for forgiveness because you know he stared at him the wrong way oh really uh, you know these are all jokers and they hang around at parties and um, when you see them especially younger people believe yes but uh, that's delusional that's delusional but no point uh, uh, just challenging them you have to just be quiet and move away yep yeah i agree you said something really amazing when i went uh, out yeah. to to abhishek right you said something about how 
alcohol and uh, drugs is an absolute partying also what can yeah. you can you tell me that because i missed that conversation i know i i will see it in the edit but yeah. i'd love to know what is your opinion on that so i never first of all i couldn't afford um alcohol i didn't have a lot of pocket money growing up but um alcohol is destructive right it destroys your uh, your system uh, creates autoimmune conditions and things like this destroys your gut your gut gets in inflames your body um you put on weight you develop all these conditions but also it hampers the way you think right, right? um it also uh, interferes with your uh, judgment mm-hmm. and uh, eventually it destroys over time it destroys your life yep um i'm not against people having the occasional drink or yes. a glass of wine um but what i find that the more centered i got the more spiritual i got the more in love i felt with myself the more even a small drink of alcohol just set me off like i couldn't really? yeah three days sometimes i'll have it if i have shot next three days i'm hazy i can't function so alcohol is destructive um I think cigarettes you know I um, obviously you have issues with smoking right um I know that people have been smoking tobacco for for for, for millennia yeah uh and mixing it with certain hallucinogens yeah. to achieve different conscious states so I believe if you are aware of what you want to achieve and you do it in the right proportion I think but just to smoke for the sake of smoking um is a waste mm-hmm. you know uh, what is your what is your comment on this whole party culture you know just yesterday because of this whole incident which happened right and i i was so shocked that you would promote freaking alcohol parties and going to these clubs and restaurants and spending so much money on alcohol but you would not promote a local podcast like what i'm doing I was so enraged. In fact, that rage made me poetic. <laughs> you know, I actually in my anger I even composed a poem to my wife and she was like that was nice but just shut up <laughs> and go to sleep, you know? But I was so enraged and I was thinking I was thinking about you know how they in films, right? They promote they promote James Bond as an alcoholic. They promote all the cool people as alcoholics, right? Smoking, drinking, but you know alcoholism is extremely expensive mm-hmm. you know till date abhishek even when i was working in haliburton i have never bought myself like a large bottle of whiskey or something i just kept it at home never cuz i'd look at that and i'd be like whoa this is crazy expensive like like it's a waste of money but i see these friends and these people they have like a whole bar section in their home filled with alcohol and i think to myself damn that's expensive and people who cannot afford to even eat properly they spend tons of money on alcohol and it's i it's so pathetic it's such yeah. a waste so you know the french and the the germans and even the brits like in certain countries what happens is and you have to have the enzymes that digest alcohol quickly that's why like important. russia yeah yeah like russians yeah. right um I think you you're not abusing it as long as you don't abuse yeah. it like if it's really cool like minus like I was in Siberia minus 30 degrees oh, yeah. that's bloody cold so you need a you need a nice shot to warm you yeah. up right um 
when you're doing it recreationally and it gets too much yeah. and it's impacting your life it's impacting your family it's impacting your children your you know your job that's dangerous but there's no line that it happens immediately it's very slow you just never know and then suddenly you're an alcoholic suddenly yeah. you've got liver cirrhosis suddenly you've got some condition and then it's too late you know um, my dad's friend came to goa recently and you know so like you're a guest in the house right me and the kids and my wife are there with my dad and he is there we're all having dinner together as a decent human being you being a guest in my house wouldn't you join me for dinner yeah you would right but so i asked him hey why don't you join us he's like no you know it's my time it's my time for drinks right now and i and i realized something you know these alcoholics for them alcohol is their god it's the priority he he refused to have dinner with us no no it's my time for drinks after my drinks i'll have so yeah i mean it's sad alcohol can really mess my in fact my uncle died recently okay um there's there's a long history of alcoholism and mental illness and uh, stuff on my mother's side mm. of the family so it's a massive it's a massive problem mm. massive problem yeah and yeah. also it's cheap in goa no so a lot of them yeah. come and they that's true but you know one problem i have mm. people think goans are alcoholics and partyers and in fact they th- people from out of goa they message me sometimes they know i'm a goan filmmaker photographer video produ- producer this guy he actually had the cheek to message me and he's like ryan my cousins and my uncles and all are coming where can we get girls can you believe that like this is what they think of goa and that pisses me off but anyway we can't actually you can't get that. girls in goa because there are no the, the ratios are very skewed really uh, yeah 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 <laughs> if you want girls then you got to go to russia because the ratios there oh, are yeah, like the yeah russia. yeah it's like 4 is to 1 or something more the, the siberia's 21 is to 1 what are you saying mm. yeah cuz you know during world war 2 millions of russian men died millions yeah. and, and the women and children were at home yeah. it decimated the male population yeah and and i'll tell you one thing i mean i've dated people from across the world um th- there's no one that takes care this is a subject that i'm very passionate about there's nobody who takes care of themselves more than a russian woman even if she doesn't have money she will still take care of her nails her hair body diet exercise and um look after her man cook for him make love to him everything perfectly but you mess around you're in trouble mm-hmm. and that's what i appreciate about but yeah i don't know about that there. but when i was a student right when i was a student in saint petersburg man i was like whoa these russians are so beautiful Stunning. but let me let me let me tell you something like every country there are ugly chicks and there are ugly guys okay but what amazed me okay punita it's it's freaking snowing outside it's minus 2 or 5 but these russian girls are wearing slacks and walking in skirts i'm like how in the world do they do that and one day i was foolish enough in the middle of winter to shave my head bald and i went out at minus 30 degrees and I was, 
there was eyes forming on my eyelids and my i had to cover my head up because we had to walk like 10 15 minutes no i think we had to walk like 20 minutes from our hostel to the um, to the to the store it's called lenta yeah do you know the brand lenta no. so lenta is like a russian supermarket bad uh, bad choice but the good thing is because we had central central water and yeah. central heating you come back to the hostel yeah, the put on the tap water. it's boiling boiling hot. yeah it's yeah. boiling yeah. hot yeah. so was fun days yeah. all right let's get back to the interview now we're still kind of recovering from this pandemic mm. did the pandemic alter your business life and outlook did you pivot or move in some manner did it, did it affect you Yeah, I mean that's when the major shift happened from buying from buying and developing and selling to project management. Really? Um, yeah. During so that time. Yeah, during that time. So that's when you met this uh, really well the Hyderabadi guy. That's when I started making YouTube videos, right? Really? Yeah, so I didn't know you on YouTube. Yeah, I got a few thousand subscribers. Yeah, wow. 2 3000. Dude, check him out. Check him yeah, out. Yeah, just Rishad Dikruz if you if you YouTube you'll find like tons of my stuff. That's amazing. Just RSHD and Dikruz. and that's all me wow yeah yeah i'm sorry how many how many subscribers do you have some wow yeah so that's, nice. that's without and i'm trying to cross a thousand but now hopefully it'll be yeah. easier because of this podcast yeah. but yeah so then i started doing a lot of stuff like this uh, where i was helping people for free giving them advice on on tax structuring right. and on 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 capital gains and on um Uh, constructing in goa what steps yeah. to take and what to avoid how to avoid getting conned what scams are happening how to deal with brokers how to identify properties how to but i need some advice from you on how to run the youtube thing cuz i think now we're going to get more serious with youtube before it was just a place i would like showcase my yeah. work yeah but uh, let's maybe discuss Lots okay any any tip you there. have for how to grow on youtube Or Look, I, it just happened again. That's what I say. You know, like there's no tips. There's only like for entrepreneurs. There's yeah. only following that inner guidance system that you have. Okay. And that only happens when you're free from other thoughts. Mm-hmm. So this thing of YouTube, it just came to me. I was lying in Dona Pola in my flat, and then I said, you know what? Let's just make a video yep. on stuff. What do I like to do? I like fashion, so I dressed up really well in one. Um, You see all the videos I'm really dressed like yeah. to kill. Yeah, I love what you're wearing right now. Thank as you, well, man. Um, you have that very English kind of fashion. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> Possibly. And then I said, uh, I do real estate. I like to dress. Why not be the best dressed real estate guy? Giving, in Goa. G- yeah, and go on giving great info advice. Perfect. And for free, and that's how it started. So there's no really nice. And then I just started, and I like doing documentaries. So I went to Roswell. Oh, really? Yeah, in Scotland. And I had my own theories on how that the, that the structure was built, and I think there's another chamber <laughs> underneath. Um, cool. Yeah, I just need to give one advice yeah. to my cinematographer friend. Yeah, Abhishek, you need to stop looking at us, and you need to look at the camera. Look at us through the camera, because otherwise you will never know when to pan and when to shift and nothing. Yeah. Right now he's so fascinated by you. <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> yeah, so you need to look in the in the viewfinder. Sorry yeah. to say this on air, but yeah. So okay. Um, so t- so so what happened during the pandemic is basically you started. You said, "Why don't I make YouTube videos?" Mm-hmm. That's that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. And how did that help you or affect you or? 
it contribute was good. to you. It was good. I just yeah? I started getting emails every day. I'd get like one or two emails. Really? Yeah, asking me for information. Um I met a colonel from Delhi, Colonel Shamsher Jung. S- special shout out. <laughs> awesome. Uh, really cool guy. He fa- fantastic story. The guy was fighting in uh Siachen, yeah? Yeah. He the got glacier. Yeah, and he felt while he was fighting he felt this. Okay. While like he was fighting. But he was there was an exchange of fire, volley Sorry, fire. Sorry, wait. He was fighting he was in f- the Siachen. Yeah, Siachen yeah he was shooting okay. against the Chinese. And uh, he okay. felt someone tap him. Yeah. and down and then he looked and then he went again to raise his rifle because it's a volley right you shoot they shoot yeah. you shoot they shoot and you don't shoot you just sh- shoot randomly mm. he says you know um and then he couldn't move his hand and he said what the hell something stuck and he saw like just blood mm. on his hand right and he says damn i've been shot in my arm because he can't lift his machine gun mm-hmm. so he tells his uh, the guy who spots him that look i've been shot in my arm just take off my jacket so the guy takes off his jacket and obviously there's blood he's now lift up my shirt and he and he lifts up his shirt and he sees like a l- white liquid oozing so he says damn it's gone through my lungs okay so um and then this that guy and like a small piece of black stuff falls out and he says oh that's my liver whoa yeah So he takes that <laughs> he takes his piece of his liver puts it in his pocket uh he ties himself up and he he walks 45 kilometers to the extraction point 45 kilometers not yeah. even like like 45 yeah. minutes like 45 kilometers so he flies back and 9 months later he's back fighting um oh my god and i met him on youtube he just said i am shamsher singh jung colonel indian army i want to buy a property in goa uh, yeah that's how they speak yeah. right and i said <laughs> you know and he was telling you about the liberation and how he support his grandfather supported the liberation I, yeah. and me i'm like pro portuguese you uh-huh. know I, i'm say it loud uh, so i wasn't i was like like a wrong person you know <laughs> but um i said let's give him a chance and he came down he was such a lovely guy he came with his dog showed him a property says no something happened one year later he bought a property from me and i'm building his house wow yeah So YouTube all this happened through YouTube. YouTube and many other businesses happened nice. through YouTube yeah. you transactions. Know, actually I am I I don't know what to expect now that we've started this podcast. Mm. I don't know what to expect, but I expect some amazing stuff to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my only advice is to just be passionate and go just keep doing it. Mm. And then suddenly money will find a way mm. you know. um i think advertising revenue is one thing that could yeah. come through yeah no so we're having this sponsored placements right yeah so well let's see maybe we get some great yeah. sponsors yeah. i don't know yeah. yeah yeah so yeah let's see okay wow okay i want to ask you in the field you are or in general hmm. right could you give us some tips on generating business So maybe start a YouTube channel. I don't know. I'm just saying. I leave it to yeah, you. Yeah, I guess it depends. It depends on. So it depends on the business. I mean, if whether you're a restaurant or whether. But let's look at smaller businesses. You okay. Know, um, photography, things like that. Um, digital, online. 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 Instagram. Now here's the thing which I'm still learning. Are paid ads necessary? Do you have to pump money in? 
I think like I was doing this for uh, Akron and I thought it was a what see Facebook is a horrible medium for paid ads really? because it's it's just lies you know um I didn't know. Yeah, that. I the, thought the Facebook was great because it has like the audience like 40 and above. No, you the likes that you get, have you gone to each like? So no. you you go through. So what I did was in marketing, we have to find out, right? We are casting right. a net. We're paying say 10 rupees per like. Yep. You have 1000 likes. Who are those likes? Some Praveen Sharma, you click this profile is one fla some chameli something <laughs> you know, it's not it's not real. So okay. who are these people? So these are bots. I'll tell you one thing I noticed recently. Mm. This is on Instagram, okay? Mm. On Instagram, I post a story. I go to see who likes it at the bottom. Some adult fail, stuff. Some adult yeah, stuff. Yeah, same with like me. some sex. Yeah. Something. Yeah. What the shit is this? I don't know. I don't know. I think these are also um, promotional stuff. Yeah. Crazy, man. Yeah. But and uh, without fail, you know, there's always somebody at the end. Yeah. So But is this done by Instagram? No. No no, no. no. No no no. This is not done by Instagram. But I think Instagram See, if you um if you are paying for your Instagram ads. Right. Right? Uh you can obviously by location, by right. age, by gender, mm-hmm. you can target. Right. I think that's good. Okay. Um Blitzkrieg opening your marketing to everybody is not Yes. but what's and i'm sure like people like dan bilzerian and all these guys who have millions of followers they must be having a lot of these bots c- coming along who are so you will click on that bot and then right. maybe you'll follow so that bot will get more or that person will get more likes and you know there's this there's this guy who's like blowing up on the internet I forgot his name andrew tate andrew tate yeah he looks like you but you look better but the some some of the views he has i agree with You know, yeah. I I like some of the things he says, yeah. but some of the things he says absolutely trash. And so, how did how did he become wealthy? Basically, it's two of the most wicked industries in the world: pornography and casinos. That's how he made his money, and he's out there showing off and talking about his views. I don't know how he's blowing up. I believe I believe one strategy is to have just hire tons of people from all over the world. to cut your videos and post them as stories you know it's like for example this podcast mm. if we hired like 20 20 say maybe even 20 30 people in india yeah, yeah. who j- we give them the edited video yeah. and we tell them hey make shorts out of this yeah. i think that's how you blow up so he's yeah. blowing up right now but andrew tate i disagree with some of your shit it's full of shit yeah yeah i think these shorts like people's attention spans are, are uh, diminishing So initially you'd have really long marketing campaigns. Right. Now then it was Facebook, now it's Instagram where you you got few seconds to engage someone. Um YouTube these shorts, right? These these shorts are really interesting on YouTube. Um mm-hmm. which are pretty cool. And then if they like it then they can l- click on to the so f- for a product like mine you have to listen to the content. But even Joe Rogan, yep. Who I love him man. he has shots right yeah right? even with elon musk yep right you want to listen a little bit and he takes the best bits out yes. and then boom people so what you're saying is right get yeah so right now my strategy is 
this is the meat right this yeah. entire long thing yeah. my 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 mother in law gave me a whole lecture of how it should not be so long but yeah. i said it is meant to be long yeah. and i'm going to create short reels out of this now yeah. you will see once yeah. we are done with this yeah. you will see we are going to create short reels out of this because to be honest i haven't watched a single one of joe rogan's podcast but have yeah. i heard listen to audio podcast yeah. a lot of long audio podcasts have yeah. listened to one and a half hour long yeah. have you heard of this the the bigger pockets real estate podcast no. bro you need Good. to listen to it it's gold and yeah. i hope to one day get into real estate i'll come to you for that yeah. but check it out bigger pockets real estate podcast all of them are about one one hour long and i oh, listen wow. to them no problems at all but a video i may not watch for yeah. so long a video i may not watch i mean you i can't sit down and watch your video for so long so but uh, can i'm so happy my jacket yeah. it's a little yeah, yeah please yeah. go ahead so yeah uh, punita is uploading them on now spotify yeah. and it's going to be now on apple apple podcasts and google podcasts yeah. so the purpose of these podcasts are to be audio this is just an embellishment yeah but however this is been the most expensive part <laughs> i mean video is expensive but that's the plan can you give me some advice on how to grow this podcast i like the idea of reels okay right? because um i think people will listen to the content only after they've been engaged visually right and how do you engage visually not by giving them a whole sermon right. you engage them by giving them the best the short, bits the yeah. short bits yeah. and that's how instagram is like oh my god you said this how how can you say this you know that's nonsense yeah let me see more mm-hmm. and then they click but we need to get it out there yep so say you send it to me i'll send it to like a thousand of my friends please do yeah <laughs> i will and then um i should have a personal insta as well which is controversial oh yeah yeah it's why is it controversial? controversial because i say exactly what i'm saying now very good um can i tell you something yeah i plan on being the controversial guy you know my dad he he told me off he's like uh, why are you posting this on on the group you know you should care about what other people think about you you need to be more careful you need to you need to become more wise you need more wisdom pray for wisdom i just ignore the message because the purpose of me doing that is to stand for something who's more controversial than jesus christ man? exactly yeah who's more controversial exactly. than gautam buddha who's more controversial then you know every every major person who changed the world was very controversial exactly. in his time he was rejected by society yeah. and yeah. you know you think like you think that hey what would jesus do and many people say jesus would you know take it calm but jesus got enraged when he went to the temple and he saw it was being used for illegal things or things that that don't respect god yeah. he overthrew tables he kicked the vendors out he was an angry man also though he yeah. loved people when it time came to it he acted up yeah you know and sometimes rage is a thing of beauty if it's controlled yeah. even rajneesh i find rajneesh to be one of the most uh, intelligent people uh, india has ever produced i don't know about that like oh, he's so knowledgeable i watched his documentary and uh, you got to read his books Yeah, ah, the whole Osho thing and all. Like as a, as a teenager, it was quite fascinating. You'd go to this Osho thing and this free sex and shit no, like no, that. No. But he's an absolute drug addict. And <laughs> anyway, okay. 
let's let's yeah. <laughs> agree to disagree no, on no, that regardless of these things if you listen to i'll tell you he was knowledgeable he knew about zarathustra he knew about um, a- ancient history he knew about a lot of things now uh-huh. his mechanism of how he managed his life is a whole different ball right. game i'm talking about the the knowledge that he collected in his mind uh uh-huh. and how he managed to get so many people to believe in him and to give him everything whether But it's him don't, don't you think that's just con artistry you have to be pretty intelligent to of course to i'm not saying yeah. he's not intelligent yeah. of course he is intelligent but it's intelligence leading to nothingness that's my that's my personal belief so we were having drinks with uh, my father and his friends and yeah. this guy's a hardcore like anti christian hmm. um he believes in this guy named krishna murthy i've never heard of him but he 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 kind of like follows oh yes krishna murthy he's old guy he's passed away now i have no idea yeah krishna murthy first time i'm hearing of this guy so this guy's like man you guys need to listen to krishna murthy and my <laughs> my dad basically he said he did a little research about krishna murthy and he said krishna murthy has made a statement that says you can never know the truth so my dad told his friend why the hell are you following a man who himself claims to have not the truth he doesn't have the truth and you can never find the truth why are you following him you are searching for truth right but jesus said i am the way the truth and the life but anyway that's a whole different topic let's not go there so we're coming close to the end of the the podcast So I want to know what are your future plans and what new business opportunities do you see? Well, you know, I'm I as I said, you know, real estate is something that just flows to me. Right. So building homes or interior design things like that. Um but I want to get into I'm opening myself up to other uh business yeah. ideas, yeah. Really. Um Can you share a little bit? Well I wanted to be so, like like this elevate consciousness ah, um I think that yeah. maybe god willing we can work yeah. work on something together um how to be better men Oh yeah I think India needs that I don't I can't speak for women but I speak for men Yeah but um I believe that there's a lot of scope for us as Indian men to to match up to what's happening in the rest of the world in terms um, of in terms of uh, first of all uh, physical prowess Okay improve yes our, improve, that that I agree our strength absolutely endurance we are 1 bil- billion people still olympics we are like far behind yep um then uh the way we carry ourselves conduct ourselves the way we speak the way we treat women mm-hmm. um i think ratios have a lot to do with that yes. but um I, I, you know a lot of my women friends and i have lots of they they complain they say you know rishad we are not respected we're not treated in a certain way like you see the beaches like the foreigners or the low they come to baga beach they're harassed yes they're troubled and that the goa tourism department seems to because the guys at the top are just like the guys at the bottom yep it's just that they have more money yep so they would do the same thing so if you tell them hey, 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 they laugh like you know and they'll not be right. yeah yeah i totally agree with you on this you know the problem is India is primarily a patriarchal society and that respect for women isn't where it should be hmm. you know biblically 
Well, what the Bible says is men and women are made equal. They are they they're in different bodies, different genders. Both have their own roles to play, but they are equal. And I think people need to realize that and 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 act on that. So I like I like what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's something that so again I don't know how I'm going to do it but I'd like to do it you I know I think video is the way. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I think for me you know yeah. everything is video. video yeah, no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I think video is the way because how does like say someone like Abhishek, right? He's young, he's impressionable. Um he's got two options. One is he he tries to find inspiration from his circle. Right. Who is his circle? His he won't find real yeah. content in his circle. He's got a He's got to watch YouTube. He's got to listen to other people. Oh, okay. Today he meets me. I've met someone else. I've been coached, so my intelligence now has permeated through exactly. this. Exactly. It's not mine. Actually, I don't own it. It's just some knowledge that I've gained that I'm imparting. Right. Um. So all these things. So, uh, digital. I think the digital age. You, you know, one of the things that I am very concerned about is the fact that every day. we are bombarded by a load of crap that is shoved down our throats instagram right women sex drugs alcohol facebook hoardings we are attacked by so much media which is just meant to enslave us i believe as conscious people we need to attack the same way they are attacking us with content which is uplifting aspirational educational um inspirational i think it's our responsibility to do that and i hope that this podcast can do a tiny bit of that because there's such a amaz- jordan peterson is like yeah. one of my favorites he's amazing he's jordan amazing. peterson is fantastic yep he's very intelligent and he speaks incredibly well he's amazing yeah so you know one thing he said is that to do something in this world you got to be a dangerous man but have it under control yeah you have to be dangerous you can't be like oh i'm nice i'm this i'm that you got to be a dangerous person under control you need to be that man who says i can destroy you if i want to i really like that i i don't know his exact words but yeah. have you watched that reel of yeah, his yeah i watched it he, he says what, what, what does effect. he say so he he basically says that you need to be extremely dangerous but not to the level that um, you know you'll hurt people but to the point that nobody will mess with you uh-huh. you can take way. care of yourself you can take care of your family uh, you will have the strength to make the right decisions and if somebody steps in your way and tries to harm you or the people that you care about they are in trouble they will be hurt so it's like say someone like Mike Tyson again you will not mess with him oh yeah <laughs> he's very nice. He's very soft-spoken. But you saw the guys who were throwing the bottle exactly on the plane. Right? The guy was throwing bottle of water from on him from behind, and what did he took it for a while? But then he went back and he smashed that guy, Mike Tyson. I think "smash" is a very English word, right? Yes, smash smashed him. him. Yeah. How, how do you, how do they say it? No, he just smashed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they use a certain accent. No, I don't want to do my accent. <laughs> Come on, accent. do it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> smash it <Yeah. laughs> i don't know what they say but i love i love british gangster films my favorite genre yeah. of films like rock and roller yeah. right uh, uh what is that this guy man what's his name the ex husband of 
Gwyneth Paltrow. Isn't he the Guy, Rit- Guy, Guy Ritchie? Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. I love yeah, his yeah. films. Yeah. Even Ed Hardy did, uh, you know, uh, that, that movie, The Two Brothers, Ronnie and Cray. No. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the two yeah. gangster brothers. Yeah, those so I actually good. listened to a podcast about yeah. their story. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. Yes, yeah. Tom Hardy, sorry. Yeah. Um, you should check out that podcast. It's brilliant. I tell Punita, you know, when you're riding on your bike, going home, put one headphone in, listen to some crazy podcasts. Don't yeah. waste your time. There's such yeah. amazing stories out there. Podcasts, you can get brilliant stuff. Brilliant. I mean, like a lot of the stuff that f- really excites me and fascinates me and we can, uh, you know, probably this is the last thing that I'd leave you with is ancient history. Uh-huh. And that's something that f- is phenomenal that nobody tells you because you only learn immediate history, right? So right. If, I, if I tell you, you know, I'll take you to the pyramids, right? Let's right. say this is the Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. I, I'm a developer, so I know one stone yeah. that makes this building right is something called a aoc a block o c a rated oxygenated cement block right? all right aoc block it's a like block it, it's weighs about 2 kilograms okay you're talking about in modern terms yeah, what this is 2 kilograms for the stone that builds this okay the pyramid is uh, one stone is 2100 kilograms on an average okay each stone 6 and a half million stones 6 and a half million, million stones okay um it's exact the four si- the four sides of the pyramid is exact mathematically perfect mathematically perfect um it is the circumference is uh, is, is pi it works out to the calculation of pi it is in the central geographical mass of the entire earth as high it is as low what, what do you mean it goes underneath it goes underneath it goes beyond really? it goes below the bedrock you have something called the ascending chamber which is uh, which is a corridor but it is at an angle of some 40 degrees 42 degrees uh, which is lined by with tiles right now these are not normal tiles these are granite slabs that weigh 500 kilos brought all the way from aswan which is 600 kilometers away right each stone is about 12 feet but it's not just a corridor that's like you know this would be the, a normal corridor this corridor is like this So it it's like it it's like tilts? a pyramid wi- yeah it's a pyramid within a pyramid okay right um what's fascinating about this is that below the pyramid this it's built on a bedrock right so you mm-hmm. know what bedrock is there's like sh- I can make a bedrock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding <laughs> so you have a shaft which is 3 by 2 feet right so sort of like this and like this and there's a room it opens into a huge room and in the room there are uh, sarcophagus boxes right right the tombs yeah it's actually it's not, not a tomb. tomb no it's just a granite box okay that weighs 4000 kilograms but the granite box is bigger than the entrance to the to the shaft Whoa. and made from a different material so how do they get those granite boxes now this is like in? some Joe Rogan level shit no <laughs> this is stuff that fa- that's beyond right so how do you get how do you it's get Your door is that's it. let's say this was your only access in how do you get a car to fit in this room that's 20 meters underground and the only is it's not and that sarcoph- sarcophagus what the sarcophagus sarcophagus is one piece of stone it's one it's made of one piece of stone so it's and not a machine cut no one piece of stone and there's <sighs> eight there right wow and they say that it's built um 4000 years ago and that's not possible it's it was built 
10,000 what years before really yeah and the theory is which i believe 100% okay. is that these structures were never built by ancient egyptians the ancient egyptians just merely colonized these structures there's no evidence of any pharaoh even khufu saying that i built this the the sphinx pre sorry say that again there's no evidence of any car- uh, any pharaoh? pharaoh saying that i built this okay. right these were structures that pre-existed even the great sphinx pre-existed I- ancient e- uh, the dynastic egypt till about 10000 to 15000 years that is when these structures were built so and there's a lot of evidence enough to support this theory you know so i had this question like the bible doesn't talk about dinosaurs like where is all that right and let me let me let me go to genesis 11 okay and somebody gave me this idea he says let me let me check it out okay uno momento all right genesis 1 was 1 it says in the beginning god created the heavens and earth he created it done finished it's a finished product the next line says now the earth was formless and empty you see that finished formless and empty so there was i believe some kind of as you say it was it was created way back there there was a life there was nephilim you know like if you read there's this giants, have you heard of nephilim yeah, the right? giants yeah the giants like the sons of the sons of the fallen angels mm. i believe that dinosaurs the pyramid first time i'm hearing about it but it's very probable see the thing is there is a lot we do not know yeah i think there's a lot that they they're hiding like below this the right paw of the sphinx there's a chamber and it's called the hall of records with zahi hawas the uh, the the head of uh, antiquities in egypt uh, he keeps his his camera you can l- google it there's a picture of him coming out of that room but they don't want to talk about it because sorry i didn't get this what do you mean who, who is this person zahi hawas is the head of antiquities okay. of uh, of cairo and he's the guy who controls people coming in and going out and okay. doing any kind of research all right so i'll um, so there is a huge hall of records where they say exactly what the history of this planet is mm-hmm. how the things were built everything right but he doesn't want them he says no there is no entrance under the paw but there are pictures of him entering oh under under the there, sphinx under the under sphinx the, under the paw of under the sphinx under the paw of the sphinx um then there was uh there's a guy called robert bavall and anthony west said that you know there should be there should be a shaft that right. goes from the king's chamber and points to Orion's belt which is the galaxy yep. and he said no then there was a guy called Robert Gantenbury and what he did was he was a structural engineer he went with a little hammer and he started knocking all over the king and he found a hollow mm. bit and they cut it right and mm. they found a shaft like a chimney it's about that big just that big okay like right? a square like a All square right. but going through the body of the pyramid going up wow right it took them 12 years to get permission to allow a robot with a mechanical arm and a mirror to go through that shaft 
So they put this robot through this shaft. It's called the Canterbury shaft, and they put this robot through the shaft, and it goes with the light. And now everyone's watching, right? And this robot is going with wheels. It's like a little tank, and yeah. it goes up, 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 and it meets a small uh, door. Okay. Right. And in the door, there are two hooks. Okay. And they say, "Listen, why would you make a shaft? Close it and close it on the other end." That's mm-hmm. the pyramid of the shaft. It takes them twelve years to get permission and to make to drill a hole through that door. Oh, and another twelve years. Yeah. So Whoa. they're 24 years. Are they alive by now? Yeah. This guy is dead. He's <laughs> dead. Okay. So they put uh, what you know what you call an endoscopic yes. camera that you yes, stick yeah. into your mouth. They put that same same robot little more advanced through that hole. Can I break this yeah. up a bit? I have a feeling hmm. if I'm a Punita that 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 shaft was for a cat. I'm just kidding. Mm. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> let's let's Could carry be. on. So they put a ca- uh, camera there, the endoscopy, and they shine a light, and they see a few meters away is another door, right? But on the door is a number pi. Wow. Yeah. What the symbol pi? The symbol pi. The okay. the the Egyptian tr- the hieroglyphs okay. of pi and the number one hundred and twenty-one. And now this was six seven years ago, and they haven't given permission to. Um, to drill through that and see but if you ask me what and by the way people have the misconception that the pyramid is a tomb it's not there were no bodies ever found in the in the pyramids everything was found in the valley of the kings really yeah people think oh the wow king, i yeah. mean there's so much we don't know yeah, yeah. um it, it was and it is the most annoying mystery on the planet ever because today we don't have the technology to build it it goes so deep down oh yeah yeah i mean it's um, just fascinating I it's mean, a huge there's no explanation yeah. for it energy according to me the largest structures man builds are uh, hydroelectric power stations i yep. believe it was a huge power station you're saying the pyramids yeah was a huge power, power station, station. massive That's power really station really interesting it is yeah. fascinating it because is it fascinating. connects to the nile Uh, oh, right? it does yeah. So through the through the the so, yeah. So what do you call it? So Ground I told water. you there are rooms, right? Yeah. Uh, so you have this one room where you have all these four things. Then at the end, they found another shaft. You Google this. You don't have to believe me. They found another shaft that goes deep down. Another room. That room was empty, and at the end of that room, there was nothing until they found text by a guy called Herodotus. Herodotus mm. was an yeah. ancient Greek, Greek guy. guy who would write and he said at the base you will find Osiris's tomb okay and he says there you'll find crystal clear water uh-huh. where you'll find the tomb and so they pushed they started digging there and they found another shaft that goes straight into through the bedrock into a huge room full of crystal clear water and there they found the tomb wait wait so they did find they crystal found clear it. water they found the tomb they found the crystal clear water and they uh, so wait you just said there are no bodies the tombs found there but nothing inside there is a tomb nothing inside no body inside they just found the 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 box oh okay yeah. so he says that it is the tomb for osiris and that's like an egyptian god right yeah yeah so um they they say that there was no body found there yeah 
So I think the moral of the story is there is a lot my friend you need to look in your camera those are your eyes your eyes are not your eyes the camera's eyes are your eyes all right so i i think it goes to prove that there is a lot we do not know yeah a lot okay a lot there are a lot of answers that are not found yet and it is very foolish to assume that you know everything you just can't man yeah like, i there are people who uh, who who question the authenticity of the bible and claim all kind of shit but you do, like no one knows the answers yeah but anyway that's yeah, i guess topic. it's good to question everything it's, ex- it's excellent yeah. to question it. um uh, but, but like this yeah. friend of mine like this dad's friend of mine he's following a man who says you can never find the truth and i find that like logically silly yeah <laughs> you know what i mean true <laughs> all right before we close are there any passion projects that you're working on something that you're doing on the side i'm working myself man that's great i'm trying to get bigger fitter oh, yeah? stronger yeah i want to be the best version I have, of myself you know i just looked yeah. at like a, a screen grab from today's interview like one of the pictures you took by the way are you taking behind the scene pictures videos please do because that angle where punita is sitting is not good it's not nice okay <laughs> and i'm looking like the on my shirts all crumpled i'm like shit dude and i just got a stain <laughs> i I'm, i'm i'm putting on a punch you know so the great thing about this table is yeah, it hides pe- all that yeah it hides all that people don't even know i'm wearing boxers right now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding but it's really nice to have this table remember remember rohini she used to sit here and you know she's a bit on the chubby side but this is great it hides all of that yeah true hides so me. i could literally sit here without any pants and no one would know <laughs> anything all right so how do people get in touch with you uh rishaddecruz.com that's your website that's my website um or rain developers so do you, do you have a separate website for rain developers yeah rain developers okay. separate rishaddecruz.com i had to ask you this why mm. rain Oh, rain is like ra sun god and uh, oh, really? yeah and in was india or international yeah oh cool yeah, yeah. so you and my my so i wanted a unique email id yeah. right ryanlobo@gmail.com was not yeah. there i tried many things yeah so i found you know the initials of my name ryan fenlon lobo yeah. so r y l o f unfortunately even that was not there yeah. so i put in for india <laughs> and, uh, so you and i are similar like that yeah. um so we've spoken a lot what message do you have for the audience do you have any message that you want to share uh, just hold so on. yeah so i'll be very very categorical different messages uh, one is for uh, in terms of real estate um if you own land don't squabble over it with your family because people are going to take over find a solution we can help you find a solution um either we develop it for you or you sell it to someone who will honor it and do something nice over there otherwise it's just going to go to the dogs um that's real estate related um second thing when it comes to younger the younger right. lot um chase excellence don't chase money don't chase men don't chase women don't chase relationships don't chase just chase excellence yep i love that so physical excellence spiritual excellence um financial excellence i think it all comes down to um finding out really what you really like to do and chasing that and being the best at that everything falls into place after that 
um, health super important. So just be fit, like do as much as you can to stay healthy, strong, eat right. Um, don't waste your money on alcohol, drugs. I agree yeah. with that. I promote that. Thank you for that. Yeah, and business-wise, again, passion. Mm-hmm. And just know your value. Like, don't let people get you to do things for free. Yep. You know, you're dis- disrespecting everybody that puts effort into you. Exactly. Your family, your education, everything. Yep. And the richer they are, the more discounts they'll Oh, want. yeah. That's yeah. the funny thing. That's the irony. Yeah. So, f- be, feel free to walk away from a relationship, a job, a f- family member, a business colleague, employee, your boss, whatever, feel free to walk away from that if it's not, if you feel yeah. disrespected. And that's what I'm doing recently, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of pivoting myself into a different business model and I'm very, very ruthless in yeah. in my pricing. Hmm. You know, there was someone who was trying to, like, I told him this is what I will charge yeah. and he said to me, this is what I want you to charge me. No. And I said, send me an email. And I sent him an email and I said, this is how we operate. Hmm. And these are my terms and my conditions. And yeah. this is how you will operate with me. Hmm. And I think you got to be like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. So, guys, we had such an amazing interview. Thank Punita you. Punita stopped working also. She's <laughs> like, oh, let's, let's listen to Rishad. <laughs> Super. Super. Yeah, so thank you so much, Thanks, Rishad. Man. Thanks for it having me. It was such a pleasure thank having you. you. Thank you. And I'm really Look excited to, to this, yeah. release this podcast. Yeah. These guys are amazing, Abhishek yeah. and Punita. Thank yeah, you so fantastic. much. Fantastic. Yeah, guys. So really appreciate it. That's it. That's it yeah. for today. Thank you. Super. This is episode number one. Well, that was our first episode with an actual guest speaker. What did you think about it? We would love to know about your feedback in the comment section below. Subscribe to this channel and follow us on all platforms where podcasts are found. We are currently listed on Spotify, if not already on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.